Good morning, Edward Koppeltz. He is risen indeed. Who has? Who That's are an you? Easter greeting. That's an Easter greeting. I know. No, no, I'm well aware. And Easter, uh, yesterday was Easter Monday for Canada. Yeah. For our Canadian friends. I saw that pop, on, pop up on a calendar. What does well, that mean? Well, if you want to really get into it, which we always do, Easter Tide sure. is actually 50 days long. We celebrate oh, yes. Lent for 47 days because you don't count Sundays. Oh, yeah. It's 40 days plus Sundays. And we celebrate Easter for one. And technically, Easter is longer than Lent. You are supposed to celebrate longer than you sacrifice, but no one does. I'm taking a real hard oh. I'm taking a real hard stand on Easter tide in 2022. You'll see. Well, this is why, as a good practicing Episcopal Episcopalian, there is like the, the liturgical calendar is kind of beautiful uh-huh. because really Advent, hold on, I might mess this up, leads into Oh, You're man, right. I Advent leads it. into but ordinary time, actually, for like four weeks. 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. And then, but it's like you go straight pretty much from all the Christmas. Well, sorry. Advent to leads like, to Christmas time. Yes. And then that goes. And then you have like ordinary time for like a couple yep. minutes. And then it's like you're into and Lent. Like the idea is that this calendar. Weeks of Lent. Weeks And, and then weeks, weeks of, of Easter tide. And then ordinary time. Yes. Until Advent. I'm, I. I really get but, bored during ordinary time. I'm a very seasonal person and I need to just yeah. treat ordinary time as it's seasonal, but it's not. It's a lot of the year. Yeah. It's ordinary in the church calendar. It's not ordinary in our life. Right. But I right? really but love like, Lent and Advent and this Easter tide and Christmas tide. Like I really love the seasons of the calendar and this, mm-hmm. this week after Easter, when Easter tide is starting is when I start to go, Oh man. Now it's now mm-hmm. we just do this until November. Why do you think you like that? Because I am I am I am a, also drawn to liturgy and calendars yeah. and things like that. Not like regular like liturgical yep. calendars. And I don't really I have never been able to put a pin in why, but I know that there's something that like dr- draws me in strongly. Do you, that. So do you in the rest of my life, I love calendars. Like I'm a very mm. seasonally drawn person. And so I yeah. think that plays into it, but I don't know that that's true for you. What do you, th- is it something spiritual that you love or is it the actual like calendar-ish yeah. stuff? Yeah, I do not like okay. calendars. It's, it is the worst part of my vocation. And the only thing that I will say is I, in my next life, <laughs> if I get to choose my next vocational, whatever, I will need to do something that is not so calendar-based because, oh. uh, because I do not like, it's intense. That in that intensity is managed by other people. Like right now, literally as we're talking, I just saw an hour meeting pop up today. My my time is not mine, nine to five. And that's the way it should be. Big organization, lots of needs. This is how it works. I do not like a calendar. I oh, would prefer to like so that doesn't give me do you any like issue. Bigger calendars, like season calendars? Yes. Okay. So that's there's some it's so to answer your question, it's it's a spiritual thing. Okay. It's it's a movement towards and through. Like I need that amount of time, I think, just to rev up for Christmas and Easter. So it's <laughs> you need ordinary helpful, time, right? You need May to November to get ready for Christmas and Easter. <laughs> yeah, but also like I need the Lenten season. If yeah. I'm not dialed in, uh, like Easter, here and gone. Right, <laughs> didn't exist. It shouldn't it was be that just way, a, but tis. It was. It just ham and deviled eggs, and we're yep. out of here. Uh, what about you? Is it so you? But you I like love a calendar, a calendar but, but spiritually, I mean, I, so I grew up in the Methodist Church, and so Methodists yeah. are very uh, cognizant and work around the litur- liturgical calendar as well. Yeah. And so I grew up with those rhythms. 
not ordinary time. We didn't really talk about that, but I knew the robe changed colors at Christmas and yes. at Lent and at Easter, and then for the rest of the year. Um, I <laughs> how old were you when you realized that? Because that blew my mind. Uh, gosh, elementary school, but but I don't remember <laughs> when. But I remember it was before I was in youth group. <laughs> yeah, I always thought it was just a choice. Like, ah, oh, well. Make it look Christmassy, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this whole thing—it's a calendar. Uh, it's all—it's all tied uh-huh. in. It matters." Yes, yes. And I, I really love, um, I love knowing when something starts and knowing when something ends. And yes. so for me, it's a very like, what could happen in the next fifty days of Easter tide? What could happen in Advent? What could happen in Christmas tide? What could happen in Lent? You know, mm, and then ordinary yeah. time just is like seven months or something. <laughs> Yeah, that's a yes. problem. A friend of mine last year was like, "You've got to sort out your thing with ordinary time because it's literally the majority of every year." Yeah, so it's pretty ordinary. Yeah. But that's why <laughs> some people really get into like, there's something most weekends. There's some acknowledgement of some saint, or there's some like, there's a lot on a deep liturgical calendar that people who are drawn to a liturgical calendar can find mm. stuff. But it's you're right. It's but it's not the big stuff. It's not. It's still yeah, ordinary yeah. time. It's like it's like the saint of I don't know, like Bob. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, love right. it though. Okay, speaking of, you said in my next life, and boy, have mm-hmm. I got a list. What happens when we don't get to talk to each other on a microphone for a week? Is boy, yeah. do I have a list? And can I just say, you led me to one of my biggest things that I read. Did you see that the government of Egypt moved? 22 pharaohs, mummies, to a new place? Where, no, well, so no. Eddie? I have a thousand questions. Why? Uh, well, part of it is that they have a new museum, and they want all okay. the pharaohs to be there. But you've got to Google it, because it is one of the most interesting th- – it's a two-hour like event in Egypt over the weekend – but oh. they and they so is this it looks like the opening ceremonies of the olympics which is right up the Kofoltz alley very exciting. and but it's moving all the mummies of pharaoh pharaohs of pharaohs of and it is <laughs> it is wild to watch so they did it because they have a new museum they also did it because it from what i read on oh. smart her news which is the instagram that showed it to me um, okay. They also did it because they were um, because travel and what's the other word for travel um, when you're a tour- tourism? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tourism yeah. is so low after the pandemic. They thought it was a way to kind of um, increase tourism to Egypt in the future. Is having them oh. all in a place where you can see them. But oh my gosh, it is one of the most regal things. I mean, it really looks like opening ceremonies, a royal wedding. Like it has so much pomp and circumstance. And they each are in these like um, things that look like ships that drive. They repave the roads, Eddie. So there would be no bumps in the roads as they're driving from point A to point B. You know, there's not a lot of things that point to 2020 being fully unprecedented, (laughs) except, and and people are like, there's always discussion about that. Like, oh, this is unprecedented. You talk to somebody who's older and they're like, no, this is what it was sort of like during Vietnam. Like, it feels crazy, but there's a rhythm to this. Uh People go back and forth. But when the mummies that have been pretty comfortable there for 
I I can't even guess, but I'm saying it was a long time. Yep. All of a sudden, if it's like, yeah, we got to get them out of there. Yeah, we got to like, move them. We got to know we something has changed in that in the history of most of modern civil civilization, those mummies have been mm-hmm. have been very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, this is unprecedented. We got to move these. Yes, things. we've got to pave the roads now. Are they trying to bring tourism? They must be trying to bring it to a central museum type location yes. and not so much like people have to tour, I, I don't know, ruins and pyramids and things. Is that right? What's yes, happening? they're moving them to Cairo. I don't know where they currently are, but they're moving them to Cairo. Have you ever been to Egypt? It's called the Pharaohs. <laughs> Why do I do that? I'm such a southerner at the Pharaohs. Well, I don't even know what you're catching yourself I, on. Because it's Pharaoh, and I keep saying the Pharaoh. Because I yeah, not if yeah. you're from Georgia. Yeah, I am. That's I just can't help it. I'm not even make fun of you, but that's like a twangy way. It's of called that. It's the fine. Pharaoh's Golden Parade, so that's what people can look up. Also, um, no, no, I have never been to Egypt. Have you? I have not. No, I've always wanted to. Here's go. the other thing I do, which will not surprise it you or any of our friends listening. When something like that, something as you said, unprecedented like that, happens in a country that is so biblically historical, I'm also like, oh. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, <laughs> I'm like, like, have you actually read the Da Vinci Code? Because it's real, right. and you can't, you can't mess with certain things. Right. Like it's supposed to be there. Right. Like, that was my thought. I was like, I literally Googled spiritual implications of moving the Egyptian pharaohs. Because I was like, has anybody, you- has any wackadoodle, like weird person, written up what what this means? And I want to believe it all. Did your like covenant eyes person call you and they're like, hey, I'm not worried. I'm just more like, I'm more like, I don't have a context. Because <laughs> you Google a lot of stuff that I don't understand, but this is one that just kind of right, pained me. Right. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Yes. 100%. That is. Yep. So they moved him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I really, so there's just a responsibility thing too. Cause at what point, and I don't mean to take this too deep, but Please at what do. point are you, st- like that was their wish to be there. At what point does the wish not work anymore? At what point do they right. no longer have agency right. over what they hoped for? I guess if there's a statute of limitations, mummies for mummies, it would be <laughs> pharaohs. It would be right. up. Right, right. Right. But it, there's still a like they at some point wrote on papyrus with like a bald cat next to them mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like, you know, <laughs> wrote up papyrus with <laughs> we've all seen the 10 commandments yeah, right um th- there's a moment where you're like this is what they wanted mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know like at what point you know do my wishes for what happens to me when i get buried or like no nah, i don't want to even though i'm not getting buried but what point is it just like okay oh my gosh even though i'm not getting guy, married that you you slid that in there well i'm not i just don't want to be buried but i'm like everybody has wishes <laughs> what point do they no longer like they're really messing with these people's last mm-hmm, wishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These hopes for what would happen to them. But I guess there's a time where it just becomes public domain, I suppose. Yeah, I guess at some point our bodies become public domain, which is a terrible thought. <laughs> I, know. I know. It's just why. I mean, you've got to watch it because the reason they shaped these, I mean, they look like tanks, what each of them are driven to Cairo in. And they have the, right. a label on the front that tells you which pharaoh it is but they look there they you think they're tanks and then they're actually shaped like boats because that's how pharaohs when they died were put on boats yeah the whole thing and that's how you uh, yeah sorry there was a long pause but i'm like computing this 
that's how you know they know they're doing something a little shady. <laughs> they're like, they're like, well, they wanted to be on boats and they're still on boats. They're still, and guys, we paid look, for they're the still road. on boats. They, we ha- we still and haven't opened the coffin. We made big tank tank things and we labeled it so everybody would know it's them. You're like, if you really didn't care about this at uh-huh. all, you would have just been so much more chill about this and just saved a bunch of like boat construction money and in the middle of the I night mean, moved a, a pharaoh a day yeah, no. and been like, oh, hey, no, when open. you see Here the parade, is, but- you're, and when you see the pharaoh's golden parade, you're going to really see why it was. It's extravagant. It's lovely. I also wish they would have na- workshopped that name. I don't have a better name, but it feels like there's a lot of gold I involved. That's the part you don't know until you look like uh, the yeah, lights but- coming out from under each boat tank. Are lighting oh. the street up as gold. Classy. Yeah. It's it's like those cars in the '90s that had the neon oh, underneath, right? Them, like the cool rims. Man, I got out of. Did I get out of a Mercedes? Did I just see someone else do this? When Oosh. I opened the door, it it lit up a little Mercedes on the ground. <laughs> so yeah. that's so 1990s. That's so 2021. Uh, yeah, that's ki- that's kind of a move, isn't it? Yeah. And you hear John Hamm going the best or nothing or whatever. <laughs> Man, where's John Hamm today? What's he doing on a Tuesday? I uh, he's doing voiceover for Mercedes Benz yeah. and just remembering that he was in probably one of the best shows of all time. Here's That's the other thing I want to know about a Tuesday. Uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday was Beyonce and Jay Z's wedding anniversary. What did they do on a Tuesday? What does their home life look like? They aren't dressed up every day, I right? Mean, no, but I bet they have a staff of people. Surely, like helping with the other stuff. I bet they didn't cook their own breakfast. I bet they had some like perfect mm. acai bowl mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. made for them. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, I would, I would say it's, yeah. What is it like in their world? Yeah. Cause there's gotta be also just a normal part of it where they're just like having a normal chat about like, oh, we wanted to watch on Netflix. We've been talking mm-hmm, about starting mm-hmm. whatever, but I, I'm not really mm-hmm. for that. like, they've got to have those kinds of moments. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But either way, happy anniversary. Right. Yeah. Happy anniversary. And like on a Tuesday, let's have tacos because it's our anniversary. Yeah. You want to you go pick them up or well, I guess we can Uber eat some. Right. Do you have your phone with you? Right. It's that kind of right. thing. Right. You know, yeah. in the crown, they always show a someone who works at Buckingham Palace coming and opening the mm-hmm. queen's windows, yes. opening the shades. A, I don't yeah. want that ever. I don't ever want someone walking in while I'm sleeping. It's an abrasive it's, wake up. And it's just like, just set an alarm for yourself. Like, wake yourself up alone. You don't, it, another person comes in. Do they stand there and watch you sleep for eight minutes? That's awful. Yeah, there's a real, I mean, ever those, and every time you watch a show about the presidents, like, there's got to be some measure of truth to the fact that the first person to see you in a most of your days when you're at that level is somebody who works for you, who's like dressed and working and ready to go and seeing you and you're like, waking up right. taking your retainer out most morningy gross grossness right and that's a weird thing i mean i do like the fact that they bring her in what i assume is tea yes if someone brought me in a little tray of coffee in the morning and put it on a table next to me with the newspaper i'd be pretty into that sure give but me it's... give me 15 minutes let me ring you Hey, friends, just interrupting the show to tell you how much we love Indeed. Listen, you are the hiring expert for your company, and what you really need is help making your short list of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who helps make your life easier. You need Indeed, my friends. 
I love Indeed. They are the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview. All on Indeed. It's just that easy. Get your quality short list of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description and only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews that's important, in your Indeed dashboard. You can choose from more than 130 skills tests on your own and then have those must-have requirements so that you only pay for applications that meet them. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. If you are hiring, you really do need Indeed. So get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash keep talking. Get $75 credit at Indeed.com slash keep talking. Indeed.com slash keep talking. The offer is valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. And you guys know that we love KiwiCo. Your family may still be sticking closer to home this spring, which is still a big change for you and your kids. So why not give them a super cool STEAM project that takes their imagination on a trip without leaving home? With the KiwiCo subscription, your child can get a new crate full of fun science and art projects every month. From trailblazing toddlers to more experienced explorers and every stage in between, y'all, they have a KiwiCo box for you. Bree and I were talking about KiwiCo this week because, of course, we are huge KiwiCo fans yes. in the house. Our house has little KiwiCo boxes just in every room in <laughs> mid-stages of projects are finished, and it's awesome. It's just part of the house. But also, we have a family that lives on the other coast, and we're always thinking of what to get the kids, and oh, we're like, yeah. oh my gosh, we know the ages of the kids. We know what they're kind of into. KiwiCo will just do the rest, and I love the gift-giving part of KiwiCo because you know that it's going to be both developmentally really a appropriate, yeah. right? Like it's going to be at their age level, but also they're going to have fun. They're going to build something, create something, learn something. It's just one of those like perfect uh, gifts to give. So I would encourage you, especially as you go like birthdays coming up and little summer things that you're going to, to like check out KiwiCo. It's really fun for that reason. Yeah. We just love it. Y'all. It has such positive yeah. impact on kids and the quality is great. And we just are huge fans and kids at heart like me. I love making KiwiCo stuff Oh yeah. with KiwiCo. There's something for every kid, every kid at heart, every month. So get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code keep talking at kiwico.com that's 30 percent off your first month at k-i-w-i-c-o.com promo code keep talking so i bet in beyonce and jay-z's house they let they ring they aren't woken up by open shades yeah i would want a real bell Okay. And not a digital bell. Even though the hatch sounds great, I would want a real like um like the downstairs of Downton uh, Abbey. Yes, yes. Where you pull on a cord and it actually rings the downstairs. You want that yeah, kind of bell? The, the pinnacle of luxury is I'm not thinking about what time I have to get up. Somebody knows my schedule and has and is back timing all of the everything that needs to happen. They're figuring. But out then you wake up on your own. No, oh. the, but that bell rings and the ding ding ding, a little gentle bell. And that's what wakes up and you Adam. up. Because in Downton Abbey, that's what you would, you would pull the string to ring them downstairs to tell them that you're ready for your tea. I'm saying I like the sound of that bell, like like a two-way bell system. Now I understand. Okay. I would like a real analog, real device to gently like, ding, ding, or if they could get a bird to chirp on cue, I feel like that's a little bit more sinister. You should scroll through your hatch alarm clock. There are some of those, which... Oh, I do. We do use the, uh, hold on, what is it? It's like a... um, morning it's like one of those outside a uh, wind chime oh beautiful big, but it's like there's a lot of wind chimes there's tinkly ones yeah. little tink, tink. i don't want that's not it's a big deep okay. wind chime okay. that's what we wake up to and that's sort of like hey there yeah 
I know this is a reverse sponsor, but gosh, how much do I love my hatch alarm clock? Best investment. I love that thing. I mean, I I fall asleep every night to a a woman telling saying things to me it through the hatch that says, "I'm going to help you fall asleep right now. Let's start by getting in a comfortable position. Go ahead and put your arms by your side. Now close your eyes." And she just keeps going, and I have never made it to the end. It's amazing. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. I fall asleep instantly. And the first night we had it, Brian set that thing going. Mm-hmm. And I, all I could muster is like, I'm fully asleep. And then all of a sudden I hear the lady mm-hmm. and Brianna's getting, and I just like mm-hmm. grumble, like just an old mean dad. I'm like sleeping. Right. Right. <laughs> and she just turned it off. I was like, sorry. I- <laughs> but don't you think they should make a travel hatch? Okay. Interesting. Keep going. What, well, cause you're going to travel and it is, it is arguably the time when you actually need the hatch mm-hmm. most because mm-hmm. you're in a different place, mm-hmm. you're in a possibly a different time zone, mm-hmm. you're in a different bed. Everything's different. Wouldn't it be nice to have, oh, maybe an app? They should do, not should, maybe they already have it. Well, they have the app, but- I know, but I don't think it app- works from a distance because I have tri- I have looked one time when I was traveling. I'm opening my hatch sleep app right now. Right, like the sleep app could act as your travel hatch, so that your phone Gosh, could do the like. Got to get in touch with them. They. Can this is what do, you should be reading. Is you that. should be reading the travel hatch. Yeah. Yeah. Hey there. Yeah. Been traveling all day. Big flight, huh? <laughs> Let's go get our sleep sleeps on. <laughs> Let's get our. Do you have sleep enough sleeps on, Eddie? You need enough blanket. Hey, let me ask you a question. Before you turn down, you're wearing socks, and it seems like a good idea now, but you're going to wake up in three hours super hot. You know what we should do? you don't want to just ditch the socks? We should make hatch announcements that are terrifying. As in like, hey, before you go to sleep, remember seventh grade, that thing you did? Night. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you smell smoke? (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Uh, Oh, my gosh. Did you call the realtor today? I woke up this morning and I literally thought, I can't wait to talk to Eddie about a hatch, (laughs) about how well I fall asleep with a hatch in my life. Yeah. The travel hatch, though, is a bazillion dollar idea that they can just Just make your, because your phone could do a halfway job Mm -hmm, of a hatch. mm -hmm. It could, it could provide some light even. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, you have an alarm on your phone and you got a new phone. It's on my list. I want to hear about you getting a new phone. I, Annie, you're so interesting. Yes, I had an iPhone 7 upgraded because it was starting to brick. Like, it wasn't 100% working. it was starting to brick. Like, like real hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, finally, I was trying to wait for a little longer, but upgraded to the 12 mm-hmm. because we're going to be doing some fun adventures and stuff sure. this summer and moving. And I really don't care about any of it. But I, and I would not have a phone, iPhone, if uh, in my next life, mm-hmm. I will not have mm-hmm. an iPhone. But, um, for this life, got to have one. And so got it. It has a new camera. The new camera is a game changer. Is it? Holy smokes. Really? Well, because I haven't had portrait mode. I haven't had oh, sure, any sure. of that stuff. So I've got it all. It is beautiful. And uh, though it doesn't have a home button, mm-hmm. which as I tweeted, like, is it's unnerving. I, yeah, it gets better. It'll it, like, you'll be fine. It has gotten a bit yeah. better, but it, it was is, unnerving. It is a different life without a home button for sure. Yeah. So the kids chose a white one, the white phone. They thought that was nice. Uh-huh, and so uh-huh. we got the white one. And so we go. iPhone 12 mini. Mm-hmm. I still like a small a phone. I don't like a big phone. Interesting. Oh, yeah, I don't like a big phone. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't like a big old VCR in my pocket. Okay. Oh, that's what it is. A big old VCR. Okay. Okay. 
But you know what I mean? Like the 12 Pro uh-huh. thing? I'm sure it's rad, but holy smokes. Big, big phone. Yeah, I can't get my hands. Like I had a, I had a bigger, the phone before my phone now, I don't know numbers. I had a mm-hmm. bigger one and I could never get my hand around the whole thing. It's why you have to have a so- pop socket. Because I couldn't actually reach around the entire thing, you know? Yeah, and I'm not going to do that. No, you're not going to do that. I'm not going to do a pop no, socket. No, no. I think you know that. I mean, respectfully to all of my pop socket homies out there, there's no <laughs> way I'm going to do that. You're just there's not going to no have something on the back of your phone that helps you hold it. No, absolutely not. No, but it's just also like, I don't know. It's got like a little gold dangly thing yeah. or something. Like yours is shiny with like a little hoop, right? Um, I don't have one. It's like gold. I also don't have a pop socket. On my old phone, at my iPhone 8, I looked it up. It it had okay. a pop socket type thing on it. It had a handle because I couldn't get all the way yeah. around. But then yeah. my 11 is not big. Yes, it's a normal size yes. phone. It is. Okay. Um, today's a big a day for you that- and me, by the way, that we haven't even acknowledged. How embarrassing. We got this late in the show. I think we're going to talk about it. Hugo, I think we're going to talk about the same thing. My Braves Baseball? versus your Nationals. That's exactly yes. <laughs> right. That's exactly right. Y'all. Opening Eddie, day for me. Yeah, opening day for the Nats because y'all all have COVID. What is the story? Oh, those Nats. Uh, so there was just a COVID outbreak. They haven't released who it was, at least as of the recording of this. COVID outbreak. They were supposed to play Thursday. Well, they shouldn't release I mean, who like, it was. That's nobody's biz. Right? No, it's not. But they've done the, In the past, you've known like, the, the, yes, I don't think they need to release mm-hmm, it, but. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, or sometimes they tweet it out like, I have COVID. Mm-hmm. But uh, the team's been pretty quiet, so they had to cancel their opening series against the Mets. So Thursday, 7 o'clock, we talked about it last week. I was supposed to be watching opening game against the mm-hmm. Mets. So that whole series was canceled. Yes. And now... Uh, so as you of, just haven't had baseball right, yet. No, I watched the Phillies-Braves game this Ooh, weekend. and Not great for the Braves. Boy, yeah. Here's Tough what's start. hard. Philly, the Braves still looked good, even though they couldn't, they just couldn't get a hit yeah. off of, uh, you know, the Phillies who were almost pitching a no hitter. Like it was a great yeah. game. So it's going to be, I am looking forward to watching baseball tonight. I really wish we didn't have to start with the Braves. Fair. You want to start with the Mets. And it's the Braves. <laughs> we see you Mets fans and we apologize. I don't, you guys are, I, as people, I love you. As baseball Not fans, interested. we are mortal enemies, and I'm so yeah. sorry. That's just the way it has That's to be. Right. You don't like me either. I support a team that you barely care about and mm-hmm. are sometimes not even sure. How did you get into the Nats anyway? When I was a kid, well, when I was a kid growing up in Tampa, we did not have the Rays. The Rays didn't show up in Tampa until I was almost 19 years old. So all of my formative baseball time, there was no baseball, local baseball team. And so all of us just had, most of my friends were just like, random fans Uh but when i was a kid we went on a trip to montreal and while in montreal i started paying attention to the montreal expos sure and was like a little kid i was like before my brother was born so i had to be like before uncle jimmy before uncle jimbo so i'm like six seven years old okay and i was like oh montreal expos and then when i got home i started following the montreal expos and the montreal expos uh, a couple years ago got sold to the washington nationals and to and became the Washington Nationals and became the Washington. How many team. years ago? I, don't I feel like they've been there a while. It wasn't like two years ago. They have been there. Yeah, okay. I forget how long, but it was like quite a while ago. But I've just sort of always oddly had this weird little team that I stuck onto. That now I happen to be moving right. down the road from them, but it has it. It's just luck. It's just I don't call it luck. Don't call it luck. It's better than that. 
you think yes do you you, you think what do you think i just is? think that that is a bigger story that for of god's kindness that has been existing in your life a long time that he saw a long time ago that i don't put that past the purview of god and if that is the case then i really appreciate the i appreciate the looking out for my baseball life because it's really nice because i can like ride a bike to a nationals game now right 2005, right. by the way. Yeah, I just wouldn't, I just don't put it, it past him that he cares about that size things in our lives and would be writing oh, that story it. all along. I know you don't either, but I'm just saying like that feels so specifically, God, that yeah. it's wild. Yeah. I also am just sometimes like maybe stuff just happens that's awesome, but I also believe that it could be that too. Why would you want so, it yes. just to happen? Because sometimes it does just happen. And oh, I don't, there's sometimes things. I, I appreciate that. I understand that. Sometimes I think there is just a clock that got set in the world that things just sometimes happen. And I think God also intervenes pretty drastically in big ways and tiny ways. Okay. I never... You don't believe that? No. You think it's all... Yes. I don't think a single thing happens to us. I mean, he knows the hairs on our head. Why wouldn't... Why would... Why would anything be happenstance? Well, just because he knows it doesn't mean it was like sitting there being orchestrated, right? I'm not arguing with you. Oh, by I know the way. we are. Sound argumentative. Allowed, I'm not. I mean, this is what <laughs> okay. You know, people do. People are allowed to talk about this. Um, yeah, yeah. I no, I don't. I don't think we're chess pieces being moved constantly, but I do think he is active enough in our lives all the time that nothing is a coincidence. I don't ever like when someone when I end up at a restaurant next to someone I know or someone I know is there. I'm like, not an accident. There's no way this is an accident. You know, I mean, even yesterday I went to trade. I never go to Trader Joe's. I always go to Kroger and it's a that's that's barely a parallel that we don't need to talk about now because you're making a good point. But that's such an interesting uh, they they are two totally different entities. Totally different experiences. I'm not kidding you when I tell you yesterday all I could think was go to Trader Joe's. Like go okay. today, let's do groceries from Trader Joe's. And I kept being like to myself, we can just go to Kroger. We, <laughs> I could just go to Kroger. Like I need to get gas too. And I could not get out of my head. Go get your groceries. Let's go get groceries at Trader Joe's. And so I did. I don't know why. I don't know that it necessarily mattered. But what I do know is that nothing is outside of God's uh, view and outside of his work. And there are things I don't know that I just like go with. Okay. I hear that. <laughs> Here's where I have a really hard okay. time with that. And can we go super serious yeah, for a second? Yeah, of course. So I have to be careful. I I do not typically like Easter because I have experienced quite a bit of tragedy on or around Easter over oh. the last 20 years. Okay. And Easter is just a dark, quiet time for me and not spiritually, but just like this isn't a time of year. This is a time of year where there's less like a lot of sad dates on my calendar for me. And here's what's hard about the whole God piece for me. And this is a fundamental wrestle that probably illuminates more of where I'm at. Like, like this is just a this is a hard part for me because like when things are great, right you go to trader joe's you're moving to the nationals thanks god this is the best when things are tragic or difficult there's often the like 
like God's got this. Like God doesn't cause terrible things to happen, but God's got you and is caring for you. And so for me, with that parallel, it's hard for me to accept that then on the opposite side, there aren't just some things like if God's got everything, including the fact that like God was engineering me going to see the to, to go to Montreal when I was six years old in knowing that at some day at 41, I would move to Nash Washington and take great joy in being around my local team that I've followed for years. Then by that same uh, I know that there's something wrong in this, and so I'm okay if you correct me. I'm not going to correct you. you. I'm not, but, I'm, I'm just or, or if you speak, by that same wisdom then, with things that happen that are unbelievable, that you can't possibly think, well, only, like God could never cause that. Right. Then all of a sudden, God gets off the hook, mm. and there's no there's no accountability. So like, where's the accountability? So either I believe that it's all being orchestrated by God, in which case there's some like pretty serious explaining to yeah, not explaining, but there's some pretty serious frustration that I yeah. have, or there is just stuff that happens and God didn't orchestrate it and uh, God hasn't forsaken you, but there is a timekeeper aspect of things just happen in the world, which I know is then where we enter into like the sin conversation and there are other things. But that to me is very hard because it's, it's like all or nothing when we're talking about things that are good, but then when it comes to things that are difficult, it becomes all or some. And that's where I have oh, a hard, wow. that's where I, that's where I can't land with, well, there's, there better be some things that are random because if there's not, I've got a much larger issue. Okay. <laughs> and that's our show. That's fair. I mean, that's really fair. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. And I'm really sorry that this season reminds you of all of that. And so I, 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 yeah, will, no, I, I have nothing to say except I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I, I appreciate that. And I know you care for me and I'm not angry with God, but I don't know how I haven't known for a long time how to reconcile the, the brokenness slash randomness of the world yes. with the sovereignty and omniscience of God. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I keep going. Yeah, no, I think no, I think that was it. I think I should have put a period on that. That's where I yeah, go what were you gonna well, say? Well, I, I was just gonna say how much I agree with you in some of that of like the conversations I have with the Lord about tragedies and things that aren't right <laughs> and shouldn't be right. in my life and in your life and in the world. And so I I hear you and I feel some of that. I think the wrestle is, is how do both those things exist? The mm -hmm. thing I have, I have to say that to God at times too, of like, hey, listen, how is all this true? But it is why I'm grateful. Um, I am grateful. How do I want to say this? The only thing I know to tie myself to in all of this, in the Trader Joe's and the Washington Nationals and in uh and in the tragedies, mm -hmm. is that scripture says he what he that he knows every hair on my head and that he handles all of it, you know? And so so I don't have the answers. Mm -hmm. All that's all I know to tie myself to. Yeah. And I I read that and hear that and feel that as well. 
I cannot make it is hard for me to make heads or tails of it. And on good days, it's very easy to make heads or tails. On some days, it's like, no. And I don't know, but I it's like weird because I believe I agree with everything you're saying. And I agree with that with <laughs> and, a lot of what you're saying too. Yeah. I mean, I think I think yeah. both are true, which is what makes life with God not an easy thing that is just swallow what you've been fed and have a great day. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's hard. Oh boy, go Nats. Go Nats. <laughs> <laughs> go Nats. Um, do you feel okay about that? Yeah, no, I do. I do. I also feel like like I'm coming, you know, you and I talked pre-show a little bit. I'm coming in hot and I don't I didn't mean to like grab a conversation about baseball and make it about like larger theological what's happening, but it is that little stuff that I get bogged down yes. in. It's the like when you said that about like God knew, I'm like, oh boy. Well, if God knew mm-hmm. about the Nationals, what about this thing? Yeah. Did God know about yeah. that? And if so, like I I don't feel like I'm owed an explanation, but sure would like one. Yeah. <laughs> and so and then that's the so that's so I'm just it went serious quick, but that's I'm the glad. road that yeah. I marched down pretty quickly with that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think that's great. So, but thanks for talking through it. Oh, well. for, I think a lot of people know how we both feel. And so oh, yeah. it will, it helps a lot. It helps a lot for me to you, you and I's personalities are right along this conversation, you know? So <laughs> yeah. I think it helps for both of us to hear the other person say what they, you know, what, if we're a, a pie chart where we both yeah. are 51% where we're both 49%. Yeah. That yeah. that percentage may be off, but you know what I mean? Like I yeah. think it's it's good for me to hear where other people come from when they think about God's sovereignty. Yeah. Yeah. So and the fact that I'm just not I'm not landed. That plane is that plane of thought is very much circling. It is not a here's where I am. And so it's a very I just appreciate hearing the viewpoints. Yeah. What kind of pie do you think we are? Um, I mean, I, God, I, I hope you say blueberry. blueberry. You're not going to say blueberry. 100% blueberry. Great with a little vanilla ice cream on the side. <laughs> Listen, so with good. the dots in it. If the vanilla ice cream doesn't have dots, I don't have time for it. So. Oh, Briars. Yeah, it's got to be. Want. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, nothing says summer like that. Oh, to you're me. at your grandma's house. Right, right. <laughs> you get it. It's summer, Braves are on. <laughs> They're beating the Nats. It's before, it's after 2005, all the things. I believe God knew that we were going to say that kind of ice cream. <laughs> that kind of ice cream is very good. <laughs> Oh, Lord bless. Okay. (laughs) Should we do it again on Friday? I would hope so. All right. Um, Friends, have a great week. Go wash your hands. We'll see you back here on Friday. Bye, buddies. Bye.